You're about to listen to the first experimental season of our show, formerly called Not One Presents the Podcast. For better audio quality and our current ongoing D&D campaign, skip ahead to season two featuring the Daft Monks. On this episode of Nat One Presents. If you're anyone aside from his mom, let me know if you've seen that movie. Like, I need to know that this isn't just like something made oh my up God, in it's his some family. Fake movie. <laughs> it's your mom. Like, it's she just did, action like, figures. Yeah, she just did like stop animation with action figures. and Adventure. Heartwarming stories. Role playing that could only be seen by the gods. Here at Nat One Presents, you get all that and more. Now join us as we start another epic tale of con. <laughs> Just kidding. This is Nat One Presents, a tabletop role playing game podcast that takes your favorite nerdy games and pop culture icons and ruins them with improv. Hello and welcome to Nat One Presents the podcast. Hey Nate. Hey Chris. Hey. Hey. Welcome back, Chris. It's been a minute. Yeah. And it actually has this time. I'm not fucking forgetting about you. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. (laughs) How you feeling? Yeah. Got surgery. How was that? Uh, Were you drowning in blood? (laughs) (laughs) No, it actually went fine. It was pretty much all good the day of, much to the uh, chagrin of my girlfriend. That's awesome. Like, modern fucking surgery, like, is amazing. Like, it depends, obviously, what kind of surgery you're getting. But, like, I feel like for oral stuff, like... It's phenomenal. I think yeah. if we're comparing it to like Civil War surgery, then absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you had a cavity, so you took out your teeth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're going to have to chop it. Yeah. <laughs> you got wood fucking, uh, like, snip. Whittled you some new molars. Yeah. Be fine. Um, I don't know. I don't, I think you said you don't remember how long you were out, but I, I know when I got my wisdom, all four wisdom teeth out and like an impacted tooth next Mm -hmm. to one of my wisdom supply teeth, Mm -hmm. I was out less than 30 minutes and then they were done. And then I went home and later that night I had fucking Charmaine. Like that's, (laughs) that's where I was at. (laughs) Were you goofy when you woke up? Do you remember? A little bit. Not very long. I remember because I've only had my bottom two removed Mm -hmm. and I thought I was funny as shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Megan did not. So, that's, but that's you, like that's normal yeah, life. That's, you're yeah. not on any right. drugs or chemical. What about you, Chris? Do you know how long you were knocked out? Was it a uh, time, short time? I'm not sure how long I was under, but by the time I was getting into the car afterwards, I was lucid and fine. Oh, that's nothing. I remember when they did the countdown. I was like, I'm gonna fight it. I'm gonna fucking fight it. I bet I, <laughs> I'm not even gonna pass out. And then. All of a sudden, they're like, okay, we're done. And I'm like, what the fuck God happened? Right. Rip Van Winkle over there. Like. <laughs> Since when? My mom likes to tell this embarrassing story that when I was younger, I broke my arm and they had to like do some stuff. And like, they did give me some like laughing gas. And when I woke up, I was asking about like how aliens went to the bathroom and <gasps> shit like that. How do they go to the bathroom? We'll hey. never know. We'll never know. Next episode of Nat One Presents. <laughs> we're going to decipher the code. How do aliens go to the bathroom? That's right. Uh, but before then, we have a confession for today. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you have something to share with the, the audience. Oh, yeah. Uh, we missed a uh, patron. We actually have two new patrons. The first one is Teresa. Thank you. And the next one is Trey. 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 Thank you, Trey. Thank you, Trey. Thank you, Teresa. Trey, I think, is one of the first people we don't like know at all. Like, It's I, not like a friend of a friend of a friend. Right. Maybe. Or maybe it is. I, I think it's my Reveal mom's yourself, friend. Trey. I don't know. <laughs> Leave a comment. You know, who is this mystery man? Have I met you? If I did and don't remember, I'm sorry. 
My and that's bad. how we lost our new patron. <laughs> like this person's like, fuck this guy. He doesn't even remember me. Like we went to high school for like four years. I don't know. Oh no, no, no. no. Uh no, seriously though, thank you for coming, patrons. Uh just a fun reminder. We have uh we every week we post our video episodes online. We do a monthly bonus episode just for patrons. Yep. Um and one day when we're famous and decide to litter the show with ads, you'll get the ad-free version. Probably. Yes, mm-hmm. You will. And one day we will be famous, I guarantee. <laughs> speaking of guaranteeing it that the fan phoenix fan fusion we got bad news uh not canceled but delayed again pushed back Um, fucking delta dude i know i just Mm -hmm. it's that meme all over social media of like my plans and like delta's plans right like we i was so excited i was already like i told nate just last week i'm like i want to start making t-shirts and it's already like five months earlier four megan's already started making the dice right I mean, it's not like they're going to go to waste, but right. it definitely kills some of the enthusiasm and eagerness. Um, but needless to say, we don't have the exact dates yet, but it will be in May. Um, so we're going to go from like a nice 60 degree January to 105 <laughs> in May. Um, but it'll still be a great time. Right. Hopefully they don't move it again and we'll keep you updated. But I probably won't talk about it for a few months right. now. They're going to push it back and be like, how's August sound, motherfucker? Yeah. yeah. How about never? Yeah. 130 <laughs> degrees in Phoenix. Deal with that. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind <laughs> How about the sun? Yeah. Like, <laughs> sit on it. <laughs> you know, it's crazy though. So I think this has been, I think la- like last year was canceled and I think the year before, like they just keep pushing it. Oh. So there are like sponsors, I think who have paid like two and a half years ago oh, to dang. like, and like some people probably got their money back at this point, but some people are like, Oh, well it's fine. We'll just do next year. Right. Like there's mm-hmm. probably people who have spent money or like, do you think some of those yeah. people aren't even in business anymore? I, that, at least one of them are. <laughs> How at bad would that suck? Be, that would suck. You ain't getting that, that one. Yeah. Be lucky. <laughs> We're still making episodes by May. We will Holy be shit. We will be. We will be. Will be. Um, so stay tuned. Yes. Um, what were we talking about right before the show? I thought it was a pretty interesting conversation. Okay. So uh, I showed you the pictures. Uh, we just had recently, uh, my sister-in-law does family pictures. And my both both my kids, uh, I'm not biased or anything, but they look fucking adorable. <laughs> but Corvin at the time, his allergies were super bad. So they were all puffed up. And every single picture of the family together, he's rubbing his eyes. And I felt so bad for him. Oh. But my mom being the driver that she is, it's like, we're getting these pictures done. He's got like tears and blood pouring out of his eyes from his allergies. And she's like, suck it up, Corbin. These family pictures are getting done. That's verbatim what happened, yeah, mom. Yeah. I'm not going to say he's it. exaggerating, but uh, Kim was just on two episodes ago. Yeah. And so you can judge for yourself if you think that sweet old woman <laughs> with the oh, voice of a, with the voice, sorry, young woman with the yes. voice of a six-year-old could say something as mean as that. I, I don't believe it. She did. And then uh, she called Corbin his her little moon pie. And I actually thought she was just a crazy person and had like a little moon pie with her or something. But no, no, no. That's it's, the, it's uh, cute now that I get it. Right. Yeah. Very, very, it's like, the, the Big very, Bang Theory reference. Right. For Sheldon, because Corbin's a genius. I have a confession. I couldn't admit it in front of your mom, but I hate the Big Bang. <gasps> I hate it. You would have broke Kim. her heart. Just like I'm the Goonies sorry. all over again. Nate. It's I'm a terrible so show. <gasps> what? Uh, I'm outnumbered. Uh, it's yeah. It's I feel like if you're actually a nerd. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not a real Some nerd. days you do, you are, some days you're not. I'm that's not true. sure. That's how I feel. It I, depends I, that's on what it is about. about. Me too, probably. <laughs> but no, I, I think that show is an abomination. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I'm outnumbered. I, yeah. So sorry, Kim. Um, oh, that's why I didn't get the reference. I'm sorry. That's okay. In other news, uh, 
my mom listened to last week's episode and I hadn't told her about my tattoo yet. I was actually going to maybe wait till it's done because mm-hmm. she lives on the other coast. And surprise her. <laughs> yeah, and surprise her. But like an idiot, I forgot that people do sometimes listen to our show. Right. <laughs> and so she like sent me a very abusive text. It was like, what the hell? Like, why didn't you tell me? No, that's not true. But she yeah. did. Uh, basically, it was like, uh, I would like to see it. <laughs> and then I was like, well, it's just an outline. So like, watch the Patreon and you could have saw That's it. true, mom. If you watch the show on, I mean, it's whatever. Once we have your money, we don't care yeah, if you watch fine. it. Yeah. <laughs> just being honest. Dollars. Uh, uh, so Nate, when I actually asked you about a confession, I wasn't asking you about patrons. Oh. I was asking you about maybe some like autumn type. Okay characteristics that you have i know what you're saying uh since we're completely ruining my cred here yes all of it all together uh it started with my mom breaking me down (laughs) and uh now nate's continuing on i don't uh, have to cry it's okay it's okay i'm breaking up a little bit no do cry Uh, it's good good um, tv i love everything halloween and with that everything autumn or fall whichever one you want to call it and with that pumpkin spice lattes psls i call them and I will admit that till the day I die. I love it. I think it's fucking delicious. I look forward to it every year. I haven't had one yet because it's still 118 degrees outside, <laughs> but I will choke one down at some point. Well, I don't doubt that. This week. You know, you can get them cold, right? It's not the same, Chris. You wouldn't understand. I want to no. wear a oversized hoodie and my leggings and my Ugg boots and drink my pumpkin spice latte. I mean, there's not a lot of judgment here for me. Mostly just that you call them PSLs. I think it's probably the most uncomfortable part about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Chris, I know your girlfriend's super into pumpkin spice. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I think they're heinous and disgusting oh, but wow. you can like whatever you want well i think me and your girlfriend would be best friends <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> all right <laughs> what do you have anything that's uncomfortable that you don't you know didn't pick up that cricket earlier <laughs> oh, oh this is it huh this is it i guess we have a new episode topic just I'm calling a, each other out constantly i am a yeah. patriot <laughs> that's true you do serve our country I and i appreciate you that for that two to three days a month <laughs> it's still more than what i do <laughs> uh all right what i think we bored them like 10 minutes ago so what okay. what are we what are we doing today today's episode is going to be our favorite movies oh, movies again no i'm just kidding i love movies yeah well we know i think <laughs> i think people can pick up that you are a big movie person mm-hmm. even though you never watch any of the shows i tell you to watch no because maybe because they're not movies oh maybe maybe i'm gonna watch the the cartoons. I oh, I already the car, first off, they're animated. Shows. All right, <laughs> God damn it, get it right. A, car, a cartoon is like fucking Paw Patrol. Like Castlevania is not a cartoon. Okay. All right, first of all, you I gave up on that. Castlevania. I haven't finished it yet. And I plus, know what was I, the that's other, long gone. The other one you brought up too. I, I was just telling him about Chris. Uh, please, you you might be my savior here. Did you at least watch the new Witcher? Oh, the Witcher like right. it's like a prequel. No. to the wheel. <gasps> I I saw it on Netflix. It's pretty new. You get. I I might it. watch it at some point. No, it's but good. Mm, lukewarm on it. Wasn't enough to like it jump out to like the top of the list for things I want to well, watch. Well, there was no pleasing Chris today. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't know. I can't see how you wouldn't like it, Chris. It's it's like it's The Witcher. It's gory. It's dark. It's good. Um, spooky bitch approved. Like I, I, I should totally watch it. It's. I mean, for you, I get it. You have kids, so right. like, you just can't like watch people being torn like apart by their limbs and right. each other. Because you made fun of Paw Patrol, but no joke, I've probably watched more Paw Patrol lately than anything. <laughs> mm. yeah. Chase is on the case. Rebel 
on the double. <laughs> He's on a roll. This pup's fired up. That's Marshall, the fire dog. I don't know what you're saying. Exactly. That's the point of it, mate. I have to have all this stuff stored in my mean. brain because I have to watch these fucking shows. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But today we're going to talk about our favorite movies. We've done 80s. We've done 90s. But today there is no time era. These are the movies that we love and adore and you should make time to see. If it's maybe, if it's your genre, maybe not. Not every, right. like I'm not a big horror person, so I'm probably not going to watch any kind of horror movie but you know if this is in your wheelhouse you should check these movies out i agree and i think after i describe my horror movie later on in the episode i think you're gonna at least want to watch that one (laughs) all right i'm gonna sell it so that's the idea i think behind today's episode is that we're going to give you a synopsis of the movie maybe exaggerate a little bit i never do that but maybe i'll try now on this episode (laughs) and really try to sell the movie to each other you know Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, but before we do anything, just fucking go ahead and tell us about Robot Jock because if we don't let him talk about it first, he won't let us talk about anything else. Like, if you've listened to this show, how many times has he brought up Robot Jock? I can think of two episodes at right. least where you brought leave, up Robot Leave Jock. a number in the comments okay. and uh, we'll tell you if you're a winner, but we're actually not going to count it. So yeah. fucking deal with it. <laughs> now, Robot Jocks, movie number one favorite movie of all time i've seen it probably i don't know how many times chris have you seen robot jocks never even heard of it neither have i beautiful i'm gonna sell it to you right now right now movie is made in i should have looked it up it's 89 or some shit like that who cares it doesn't matter now world war three has happened right and for some reason they're like we're tired of fighting so it's over no more fighting we're done with it and now the world's split into two factions there's america because it's 1989 and it's always about America versus apparently Germany (laughs) because Germany apparently took over all of Europe, I guess. Mm -hmm. So we're split 50, 50. And now anytime there's a fight over land or resources, like in the movie, they use Alaska as a reference because they are rich with oil and timber. That's verbatim from the movie. Um, They're going to have a robot fight with it. So they put a pilot in each one. Boom, boom. One from America, one from Deutschland. And they're going to fight it out. And whoever wins the robot fight gets the land. And it makes so perfect like sense. like white person Gundam. Like. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Very white. Okay. Extremely yeah. white. Yeah. Now that you think about it, it is very white. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it was the late 80s. I'm losing right? my selling point on this. It's fine. Okay, now we continue. We go and we find our hero, Achilles. He only needs one more fight, and he's allowed to retire afterwards because they need so many fights and successful victories, and then they can retire. Oh, like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, kind or of. Gladiator. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they can live in prosperity or whatever because times are tough right now. And so he gets into a fight, and then it comes out to be a draw against alexander his nemesis from deutschland and there's sweet robot fights going on and everything and i fucking love it so he gets the draw and he's like loophole i didn't lose so i'm allowed to retire and they're like okay fine so then they bring up these new batch of recruits now america's getting pretty you know iffy about it finding recruits and stuff you know they can handle piloting these mechs so they're resorting to tubies they call them these are going to be test tube babies where they are, in fact, the only brown people <laughs> in the entire movie. And not even like black, you know, like just slightly like my like tan. They're just tan. It's a complete whitewash like movie. You totally ruined this, we like, <laughs> yes, this for me. You're like, Megan, yes, you ruined this for me now because it's a terrible movie. Don't watch it. But seriously, watch it. I love it. Now, they get the tubies going and then they have a battle on a gymnasium 
And it's super cool because the gymnasium does stuff. Like, they have to climb. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Like, uh, you remember, like, the big uh, Thunderdome-looking thing on the playground? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? So they had to climb that. But the thing is, this thing's got fucking tricks up its sleeve. You know? Like, some of the bars they grab, and they turn, like, red hot, and they burn them. And they're like, ah! And other bars shock them. And other bars turn to ice, and they slide down. But they do that as humans or as robot jockey no they're doing this as humans because apparently that is going to transfer over to whether or not you're a good mech pilot (laughs) all right 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 makes perfect sense perfect fucking sense so anyways we go on blah 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 a chick wins it and she's the first ever female and this is set in the fucking future for crying out loud she's the first female pilot of a mech it's the 80s i'm pretty sure so let's (laughs) just keep rolling with me it's set back in time. It's getting more racist and sexist. <laughs> oh my god, go. this movie's terrible. So, um, but Achilles, our hero, had a crush on this lady. Her name's Athena, by the way. They all carry these mm-hmm. kind of names, because that's their, their mech thing. And uh, she's gonna go fight, and he's like, nope, I'm coming out of retirement, because you're gonna fight Alexander, my nemesis, I'm coming to beat him. And she gets pissed, and they have a fight, and in this fight is when uh, Megan pointed out that it was a stunt double man doing the thing, and Athena's got a full-blown 80s mustache, <laughs> talking Freddie Mercury-sized fucking mustache. I don't know how I missed it, but it's in there. Uh, they deuce it out, blah, blah, blah. Um, where am I going with this? Oh, yeah, one way or another, Athena gets into the mech. She's going to go fight it. She knocked out Achilles somehow because she's excelling in hand-to-hand combat. Again, I don't know how that helps with operating a mech, but it does. Now, she gets in there. Oh, but Alexander's too much for Athena to take. He crushes her no problem, and he's getting ready to kill her. And then all of a sudden, Achilles comes out of nowhere, and he kicks her out of the pilot chair as it's broken down and laying in the middle of this field. He hops in, and he's like, well, I'm going to take over now, bitch. And Is that even tournament legal? Nobody knows, Nate. They're just making up rules as they fucking go. I don't know. And so he gets in, and now, he, oh, now he's fighting Alexander, you know? And then Alexander chops off his legs, and then Achilles is like, well, I'm going to chop off your... Hindsight now, he chopped off Achilles' heel. I just caught that right now. How many times have you seen that movie? Mind blown. Real talk, how many times have you real seen time, that movie? Real talk, at least over 150 times. Just now pick that up. <laughs> I'm glad we had this talk. If anything out of this episode, right? I'm glad we had this talk. He right is now. beaming. If you yes. you can't see this right now, <laughs> I'm he like, just like found oh, a new gem in his favorite. I'm gonna go home and watch it. Racist show. <laughs> <laughs> so they battle, and then uh, all of a sudden, uh, somebody takes off into space. I forget which one. And he's like, "Oh yeah, motherfucker, I can take off into space too." So now they both fly up from the battlefield. Now the point of this thing is like. Yeah, they're fighting over interaction and stuff, but like there's crowds of people supposed to be watching it, but now they're fighting in space, so no one's watching this fucking thing. They're just fighting in space. And this epic uh, space battle, the Earth is round, by the way, and they're fighting in space, and then they come crash landing and somehow perfectly land in the same battlefield they left on. Blows my mind. That's how accurate these mechs are. <laughs> they were able to crash land back in the exact same spot they were fighting before. And then they continue to fight. But now both mechs are broke. Uh, Achilles leaves his. Alexander leaves his. And now they're having hand-to-hand combat fucking gladiator style out on the thing. And then finally uh, Achilles is like, we don't have to do this. Not for them. And then Alexander's like, you're right, homie. And then they hug it out. And then that's the end. And then they do the, the very famous... Um, me and my mom will do it sometimes. It's like, you do like a thumb up like that. Yeah, come on. You do like crash and burn. 
<laughs> oh my god so the good news is i was worried you were gonna like spoil the movie for me and that i was like i was gonna know everything that happened but mm-hmm. i really didn't follow anything you were just fucking saying so i will have to watch this yes. movie now <laughs> yep. to actually understand what is going on in iron man meets white gundam gladiator gladiator yes and there's a, another part uh mom would be super pissed if i left it out because i think it's one of her favorite parts he goes to visit his family and they're super excited that he's there he's like a celebrity these fighters are celebrities and they're like we're having real meat for dinner and he's like oh cool and they open up the pot and it's like chili with a hot dog in there and like they're super <laughs> stoked the real meat yeah they're super stoked it, like, to have that in that world dog. is there like limited resources yes that's why alaska is the, yes uh, okay. yeah and then everyone okay. looks dirty and grungy and then there's another one of the earlier fights uh alexander because he's a cheap ass because he's a bad guy you know mm-hmm. goes to shoot off one of his fists out of his mech mm-hmm. but he aims at the crowd and achilles is like oh hell no not my people you mm-hmm. know so he runs over there and dodges or tries to intercept the flying fist but by doing that his mech gets hit, and then his fucking mech falls into the crowd, crushing hundreds of people. It didn't make any sense. But he meant well. He meant well. That was that was the key thing. He that, meant well. That was the thought through right. all of those people's heads before it got squished. Yep. <laughs> like, think, he tried. Yeah. Do you think your mom and you, like, saw this in theaters? Did she see it in theaters? Like, Ooh, I don't know. Like, I don't do you only remember watching this on, like, VHS or some shit? Yes. And uh, now I currently own the DVD. <laughs> what kind of bonus features does that come with? None, sadly. <laughs> I looked. There's nothing. <laughs> it's like they're like, you're barely, you're lucky you're getting it on fucking DVD. Like, it's like a bunch of outtakes of all the people of color that they didn't include in the movie. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> there actually might have been a couple deleted scenes. One of them is with the extremely racist Tex Conway, who is the like father figure for Achilles. And he is from Texas and he's got a big cowboy hat and he's always making fun of the only asian guy on there and it, man you really tear this man i hate wow. this movie and like I, I honestly was just asking really like actual follow-up questions right. like i was not like i had no goal to tear this down but the more you're talking okay. about it the more uh i guess we'll check it out <laughs> you still watch it i still love that's, it and then we can do the crash and burn crash and burn crash and burn like your review of that movie um, no that was okay that was movie number one okay but it's out of your system now because okay. I know if we try to talk about other movies and you're not done yet, you're just going to bring it right back. Well, if there's any common points or anything, I think we should. Oh, I don't bring think it. there's anything common with that except if fucking I start talking about Schindler's List or something, then maybe. But <laughs> okay, I accept that. Well, if somebody brings up Alaska, it's full of it's uh-huh. rich with timber and oil. All right, we're bringing it back up. If anybody gets crushed by anything, I'll be like, hey, remember in Robot Jocks when it, Achilles crushed the people? Man, that heel thing is really fucking up my world right now. I can't believe it. How <laughs> obvious is it now in retrospect? Fucking right in front of your face. Yeah. God. But what's confusing to me, sorry, I'm not quite done yet here, is that they all have these like Greek names or whatever, but then like the dad's name is Tex. Well, he's not really his dad. He's just a father figure because I think they just pull these people in off the streets, the old ones, you know. And Tex was... Uh, you guys aren't going to fucking watch it. I'm going to ruin it. All right, fuck it. There is a twist, but I'll fucking ruin it right now. So Tex was one of the only ones to win all of his battles and survive, but then come to find out he was cheating and he's a double agent for the Germany team. And he kills Momoto. I'm pretty sure that was his name. Is that the only Asian guy that Tex makes fun of the whole yes. time? Yes. He kills him. And it turns out he's the only one smart enough to develop new weapons and stuff for the mech. 
man, this movie's fucking racist, dude. <laughs> it's from the 80s. Yeah, it's fine. So he kills him, and then they call him out on it. And then, no, I fucking kid you not, Nate, Tex, being discovered that he's a double agent, runs to the nearest edge. Because, like, picture, like, how they work on mechs, you know, a bunch of elevated platforms yeah, and yeah. everything inside a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker says, remember the Alamo, and jumps off the cliff. Excuse me? <laughs> yes. How is it relevant at all to... I don't know. Because he's from Texas. Yes. <laughs> yes. They were really driving home that point. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, he's the father figure of Achilles. <laughs> and that's why he's super famous, is because he's the only one to win all of his fights. I can tell that you're very passionate about this film. Yes. Um, I love it. I don't know if I Not feel... Not so much anymore now. I don't know if I feel half as emotional about any one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. as you do about Robot Jocks. I accept that. It's hard. You Please, know? God, if you're anyone aside from his mom, let me know if you've seen that movie. Like, I need to know that this isn't just like something. Made oh my up God, it's some fake movie. <laughs> it's your mom, like, it's she just did like, yeah, she just did like stop animation with action figures, and I don't know. I just need to know if this is real. I mean, I could look it up, but I'm not going to do that. Right. So we don't look stuff up here now. <laughs> Rob Roy, Roy Rogers. Yeah. Fuck it, Chris. I'm going to bring this up every episode, but you aren't here on the last few. Um, I mixed up Rob Roy and Roy Rogers. So the movie you were talking about, which mm-hmm. was Rob Roy, correct. That is not the name of the male version of a Shirley Temple. That is Roy Rogers, which mm-hmm. is totally different. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to call that out every single episode that it comes up. This is why I usually sit behind the camera so I can look stuff up yeah. and point my phone at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a camera is what was hidden when Momoto was assassinated by Tex Conway in <laughs> Robot Chucks. All right, so we're going to move on. Making parallels. Make All right, there's. One parallel here, I'll just go ahead and call it out so you don't have to. Uh, 80s movie, another 80s movie. Uh, for me, Big Trouble in Little China. Um, now, I know I gave a kind of premise in during our 80s movies, Nate versus mm-hmm. Nate, but that was me trying to stump you and being vague. But this time, I'm going to give you all the details. Give me about the deets. Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. So, movie starts with a truck driver. Truck driver is driving through and he stops in to his, uh, one of his common stops in, in little China, which I believe is in, uh, or took what Chinatown, which is in Los Angeles, I think in this film. Okay. I think so. I yeah. think it's LA. And so he has this friend who he always like gets dinner with and they gamble and drink and stuff. Right. So, uh, and obviously it's in Chinatown. So it's an Asian person. And so they're gambling and the movie starts where right off the bat, the truck driver is really cocky. You'll see throughout the whole movie. He's kind of like obnoxiously like unaware of how like dumb and cocky he is. Uh, But he's gambling. He loses uh, some money. He does like a double or nothing. And then there's this weird, of course, because he's gambling with somebody Asian. The guy does some weird thing where he's like, I bet I can hit this bottle with a knife and catch it. And he's like, no, you can't double or nothing. And then he does. And he's like, well, shit. So now he owes this Asian guy a bunch of money. But whatever, cool, next time I'll get you, that type of deal. Like, they do this kind of thing all the time. Not a big deal. Anyway, they start to share. Well, actually, uh, uh, the Asian guy has, uh, I think, I, I think it's like a love interest coming from the mother country. Um, and they don't go too much into, like, what that arrangement right. was, but, like, an arranged marriage type deal. And she's finally coming. I think he saved up enough money. He owns his own restaurant. And he's just so excited. And... She has green eyes. Ooh. Key key thing here. Yeah. Green eyes. So, <laughs> and anyway, he's so excited about it. And he asks his good friend, the truck driver, who only comes in once or, once occasionally to gamble with, uh, to go and have the honor of picking her up 
uh, at the airport together. Kind of an important task. Important task. So they go do this, just two buddies. And while they go to do that, uh, a gang of thugs, of local criminals come mm-hmm. in and uh, kidnap uh, the Asian guy's love interest. Oh, I don't know anybody's names. I'm right. sorry. You know that from any episode we've ever done. You just get vague descriptions. Right. So they kidnap his love interest with the green eyes. But in that time, while they're waiting, there's also another woman with green eyes who happens to be a reporter who bumps eyes, kind of like bumps into the truck driver and they both kind of like aggressively tell each other off. But it's also kind of a romantic moment. Right. And she also has green eyes. And so the guys, the thugs are like, well, I have direction to kidnap a woman with green eyes. Let's just take them both. So they do that. <laughs> Makes sense. Now, naturally, the truck driver is like, well, that was weird. I'm going to get out of here. And his friend's like, hey, no, like this is like the person I'm supposed to marry. Like I'm madly in love. Like, hey, I need you to like help me out. And so, of course, he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. But he lost all that money. So the guy makes a wager like, okay, like I will forgive your debt if you help me kidnap my, my bride to beat. <laughs> right. And then as being the piece of shit that he is, he's like, absolutely, I'm in. Let's yeah. take care of that because I know she's the love of your life and that's all you ever want and that's all you have to say. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, they go on to try to find uh, the, the Asian guy's love interest, the restaurant owner's love interest. And did they actually not kidnap the reporter yet? Did no, not yet. Later? Not right. till the, the scene Sorry. where everybody comes in the ceiling. So what the reporter being like the local, like has the, the lead on the everything. Authority. Yeah. So she kind of knows which gang it is. She's able to identify it. And they basically pinpoint like the area that they're going to go to. And they try like a whole heist thing. Um, it goes horribly wrong. And in that process, that is when she gets kidnapped. The reporter woman, because they find out she also has green eyes. Yep. And now they have to, they basically learn enough information that the women are being brought basically to this old guy who might be a sorcerer's like house in New York or is it Los Angeles or New York? I keep forgetting. I think it's Los Angeles. I think it's Los Angeles. Yeah. So he has this like house, but it turns out that it's like a palace, but it turns out it has like a crypt underneath. Anyway, don't worry about it. So they have to basically... They, they try to go there. There's some weird funeral thing. And then there's a bunch yeah. of fighting guys. There's a lot of this that we yeah, talk about. Yeah. Weird salutes. My friend who's actually Asian says they're not always actually speaking any kind of like coherent <laughs> like language. Right. Um, and then anyway, what happens is they go back to this like sensei. So they're like, okay, we're like outnumbered. Like there's a sorcerer here. There is like this whole like enemy faction of like basically like ninja people. And so they're like, yo, we need to go talk to this guy. He's, he's going to know what to do. It's basically Mr. Miyagi, right? but it literally is that actor, but he's called something else. Is but it the same? No, it's a different actor. No, it's, I swear to God. It's I a think it's actor. the same. I swear to God. It's a different guy. I think it might be a different guy. God damn. Am I the racist one? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, a <laughs> short way, fat that? sensei guy who's kind of confusing and yeah. might, or may not be Mr. Miyagi. Uh, turns out he's also kind of like a wizard sorcerer, and he's been at odds with that other wizard sorcerer for who fucking knows how long. Right. I don't know. Fucking get a book. Uh, who cares? Anyway, so they figure out that they have to crawl into the sewers to <laughs> through like a secret path into the temple LA building. It gets mm-hmm. weird. I don't know. Very D&D. Very D&D. Yeah. 
And so they get in, basically, the, it, and then the plot is revealed that the, the old Asian sorcerer is actually like an old man in a wheelchair, and he can only get his body back if he marries and sacrifices a woman with green eyes. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't sure which one, and they're so rare that he's like, oh, fuck it, I'll just do two of them. And he literally, <laughs> he does this like blood test where he like pricks them, and they Ooh, both yeah. pass the blood yeah. test. He's doubling down. So he's like, like earlier, fuck it, foreshadowing. Yeah. Hells yeah, yeah. exactly. So then there's this whole wedding in an underground like area. And so they break in, but then there's these three ninja guys who all kind of look like Raiden yep. and they fight them. One of them explodes, like literally like inflates and explodes because yeah. he gets angry. It's oh, yeah. great. Um, they ended up basically the big bad guy ends up dying in a really lame way because he like throws a knife at the, the truck driver antagonist and the truck driver catches it and throws it back. And, there's a weird scene where he kisses a girl and it's lipstick. And that's like iconic. You'll see that everywhere. Um, and then, yeah, they rescue the girls and it turns out one of the monsters escapes and is like riding on the truck driver's truck at the end of the movie. Oh yeah. I do Um, remember that. Basically it's not as ridiculous or I don't know. It's not not as incoherent as whatever you described to Mm -hmm. me. And actually like fair enough, but it is semi still kind of 80s racist right. like low-key racist um <laughs> and inappropriate <clears throat> totally um super like over the top uh what kerr russell is yes like, i remember yeah. the name mm-hmm. he's not dead not dead dang mm-hmm. <laughs> got that wrong in episode two uh kurt russell basically he's just so over the top and super funny oh yeah like the whole movie he's like he has a lot of cheesy lines that he delivers cheesily um my oh. favorite line in the entire movie like the the sensei, the good sensei guy who I thought was Mr. Miyagi, but I guess he's not. Uh, they basically are just lazy and they, they're trying to escape. Uh, like The temple's like collapsing. So he's like upstairs at one point when he should have been downstairs. He was behind them and now he's like upstairs. And they're like, Shen, how did you get up there? And he's like, it wasn't easy. And that's it. And it's just <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, it's just like a lot of parts like that that just like they don't even try to explain because they know it's fucking stupid. And right. it's, just, it's such a good time. The sorcerers do weird hidden things. We talked oh, about yeah, this. Yeah, they yeah. cross their pinkies, they like pump their fists with like yeah. their thumbs. And apparently, that's like a magic beam thing. Yeah. It's just so bizarre. There's like, there's a scene where they're like, <laughs> when they're about to do like the ceremony to test the blood of the green eyed women, there's like a scene where like a guy has a sword and he's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. And he goes down the hallway and you think it would just like show like a clip of it for like a second. But like you watch him go down the entire yeah. hallway and it's like 47 seconds. Like, ha, yep. ha, Filler. Ha. <laughs> it's just like the movie's so over the top and ridiculous. And I love it. They keep talking about remaking it, which makes me sad, but I also Love it so much that I would still give it a shot. It was supposed to have The Rock, but I don't know what happened with Ooh. it. Um, and that, my friends, is Big Trouble in Little China. You absolutely have to see it. Yep. Go watch um, it. I guarantee it's better than Robot Jock. Oh, I'm, there's a reason that one made money and one did not. No, actually, Big Trouble yeah. in Little China was also a dramatic Oh, was it a bomb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Didn't, like, who was the, the, the producer on that? Or the... Producer on what? <sighs> Big Trouble in Little China. It was like some famous guy who did that and it did not go. Oh, well. yeah, yeah. Was, was it Kurt Russell? <laughs> also, I looked. Definitely not Mr. Miyagi. No. Just a different Asian guy. No. Damn. You heard it here first, folks. He might be. Hold on. I'm going to double down on my racism. He's doubling down. Go check the three ninjas, Sensei. It might have been that guy. Yes, it was. Yes. I think yep. it's that guy. It's That's that who guy. I was confused. I'm not racist. Okay. It's just another Sensei from right. another movie. I'm not racist. I just got this Asian guy confused with <laughs> a different Asian guy. <laughs> In another shitty movie about ninjas. <laughs> yeah. Because he's more goofy. Yeah. yeah. The guy who plays in both those. Oh, holy shit. The director 
was John Carpenter. Yes. <laughs> from what? The thing. You know what I mean? So like it by all means was supposed to like be perform good. really well. Yeah. And it did not. Like to this day, it's 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 another it's a cult classic. Right. So it's not. So yeah, I don't like honestly, they both performed terrible, but right. but to be fair, right now on IMDb, 7.3 out of 10. Not bad. But that's not, if you look at like, um, there's always like when a claim came at the out. bottom. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what it is now, not what it was when it yeah, was released. Right. That always makes me remind, I'm going to take a quick aside here for a sec, like I always do. And I watched like a documentary on Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And basically, they kind of did a similar thing where... They or they like Tim Burton was a hot commodity. He'd been doing these movies. Right. They like they love it. So Disney's like, do something for us. And when he used to work at Disney, he drew all these like cool drawings, which Disney still owned. Oh, and really? so Tim Burton's like, I want those like cool drawings that I wanted to do stuff with. So they do a movie, but then he's doing the Batman movies. Ooh, right. And basically, he has zero time to like work on Nightmare Before Christmas. So basically, he like a, like pawns it all off to some people somewhere else Mm -hmm. i don't don't remember i think it's still the united states but it's in like northern california or something so they basically made that movie like with very little like he would just say things like i don't want the skyline to be flat like every surface has to have jagged like lines and random directions he would give like really vague artistic direction there but that was it these people made this movie but then disney started to be like fuck like kids are very confused by this movie mm-hmm. and this might be more for adults. So they called it Tim Burton's Nightmare oh. for Christmas. Well, that kind of irked the people right. who actually made this movie for the most part, pretty much without very little like input from, right. from Tim. And I don't know where the fuck we're going with this. Oh, but that movie didn't do super well, but obviously we know today Nightmare Before Christmas is uh, another cult classic, I love it. but mm-hmm. it did not also kind of just didn't know what its target yeah. audience was. Right. Yeah, Good did, movie, just didn't. Know. Disney did not know what to do with it, which is why it didn't come out under Disney. It came out under Touchstone or That's Torchlight right. or something right. like that. It came out under a different right. pro- production company, which yep. was owned by Disney, but they just didn't put their name on it Until anywhere. they saw that it was a success, and yeah. they're like, hey, we're going to merchandise the shit out of it. Halloween or Christmas without Nightmare Before without Christmas. Jack. Fun fact, my mom loves Nightmare Before Christmas, one of her favorite Ooh. movies. Because she, too, is a spooky bitch. Ooh. <laughs> I accept that. Yeah. She needs to come on the show. She will. She'll be here in November. I guarantee we'll do an episode. All right. Sounds fun. Maybe she'll be in frame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for my mom, I <laughs> We'll just shift it where it's yeah. just me and her. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, to make up for Kim, I'll cut myself out of the thing. It was my fault. I know you hate your son sometimes, but he actually had nothing to do with it. It was my job to set the camera up, and I made the mistake. Just I'm your so sorry. tattoos in frame. So <laughs> like It's like, like 300% zoom on my arm. What if I did that for a whole episode? A bonus episode. We, yeah. should, we should start the episode like that and then zoom out. And be like, ah, just kidding. Gotcha. And then zoom back in and do the episode. Anyway. Chris, what do you got for us? Favorite movie? Uh, so, I don't watch a whole lot of movies multiple times. So, like I kind of done kind of guy. Yeah, I kind of like to go in, experience the movie, and then be done with it. Do you think it's never as good the second or third time, something like that, or you just, uh, you're just too busy? I think that it loses a lot of like the the enjoyment for it is watching a story and watching it unravel and see where it's going. I think once you already know what's going to happen, a lot of the enjoyment is gone. It's like like dating, right? The first time you always remember your first because that person, like, it was so fascinating. Now dating is just like, sorry. I can't (laughs) My bad. (laughs) I digress. Okay, so you don't watch movies, rewatch movies very often. So I decided to pick from ones that I actually have seen multiple times. Um, So first one 
which will be in significantly less detail than the both of you because i don't like to talk if you say more than three sentences i'll be blown away right uh might get two okay yeah there we go compromise Uh, so the first one is the lighthouse i know right over here i was talking to you about it Mm -hmm. i know you mentioned that you enjoy it love it uh basic premise is that it's kind of i'm not sure what to like categorize it as in terms of like what kind of movie it is i think like psychological thriller slash stage play is kind of what i've landed on suspense yeah because there's a lot of like it's really difficult it's a movie it really only has two different actors for the most part Mm -hmm. with i think like two other people that come in for like a scene and that's about it um but it's called the lighthouse it's um robert pattinson and william defoe william defoe uh they are in Mm -hmm. uh they're on an island maintaining a lighthouse and i think this is supposed to be set in like the 50s or something like that and the whole movie is black and white and i can't really talk about it too much without spoiling a lot of it no fuck spoil the shit out of it they ain't watching they barely watch our show they're not gonna go watch the movie we see the tattoo on the video talk about my tattoo get on fuck them so starting out the both of them get there uh willem dafoe is playing the uh the more aged, grizzled veteran of the lighthouse. He's been there multiple times. Um, and Robert Pattinson is the new person that just came in from Canada. Would I be off base to assume that William Defoe plays some kind of crazy motherfucker? No, both of them do. Okay. Well, cause that's very William Defoe yeah. <laughs> yeah. is like to just play something to the max. Just, just imagine that, but he's like kind of an old timey sailor. Okay. Perfect. There you go. Hell, you got that's him. That's how I want to imagine one. He also farts a lot. It's disgusting. In yeah. the movie? Yeah. yeah constantly. Yeah. Really gross. Uh, like that's a notable thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, there's, <laughs> like, later on, there's, like, a huge fight, and that is one of the things that is explicitly brought up. All right. Um, no, sorry, but, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Go ahead. <laughs> What's the actual plot? So, starts out, they're both there. Um, Willem Dafoe is constantly giving, uh, I don't, oh, they go by young and old are the two names that they give them. So old being Willem Dafoe, he's the one that's been there longer, young being Barb Pattinson. Do they actually refer to each other that way? Like, hey, old. No, they don't say each other's names except for one part later on. And I don't remember what it is, but I do remember that because that's what it's written as in the script, I believe. Um, It turns out it wasn't even his real fucking name anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. but going over it, uh, old is giving young just constant assignments, not giving him like any leeway, yelling at him with everything that he's doing. It's a lot of manual labor and he's not really doing anything. He's kind of just hanging out in the top of the lighthouse with the light and that's it. And it's riveting days and days of doing this. I think during this period is when uh, young has the fight with the seagull and that's like a big turning point because because this is like older times and like sailing myth and stuff like that was uh seagulls are dead seamen they're sailors name sailors whatever but they're the souls of that and there's this one eye seagull that will not leave him alone he's trying to um 
Uh, he's trying. He's trying to sterilize their like drinking water and make sure that they can actually drink it. And the seagull is sitting there and just taunting him and keeps attacking him and he can't do anything. So he just grabs it and beats the living shit out of it. Like grabs it by the neck and starts bashing it across everything and just mm-hmm. blood and feathers everywhere. And this is kind of the turning point of it starts getting a lot uh, like magical is not the right word, but a lot of shit starts to go Wrong. Is he like cursed yeah. from killing a, a seagull? That's kind of yeah, the okay. right. implication of it. But after that, it was supposed to be, I think, the next day or within a few days when they were supposed to be relieved of their duty. Uh, but there is a huge storm that blows in mm. and they're not leaving and they can't leave. It's kind of like Nate's work schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the two of them end up just getting absolutely stuck. They start running out of supplies. They're both going crazy. They ended up digging up a bunch of alcohol out of the ground that was there for some reason that somebody left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just everything kind of goes off the edge in like the last half an hour or so. It's a lot of weird stuff and there's no way to really explain it. We'll just say young kills old mm-hmm. ends up burying him half alive he ends up getting back up, tries to kill him again, ends up strangling him. And I don't remember how it ends. Oh, yeah. He goes up to the light because he hasn't been allowed up there because old has not let him get right. near the light. And then he finally sees it. And then there is an awkwardly long thing of the thing, just a picture of Robert Pattinson with just the exposure going up constantly of him being directly in the light. And then he tumbles down the stairs and presumably dies, and then it shows him on the beach with seagulls, like, pecking at his body, like, pulling stuff out of him. Yeah. yeah. The end. Wow. It's that really sounds pretty good. It's really yeah, it was good. weird. <laughs> it's very artsy, and there's, like, a lot of symbolism in how they present it, but it's really interesting. I like it a lot. Right. But I also like more slow burn story, like, heavy movies personally do you remember what was your impression nate since you actually saw that one as yeah well? i really liked it um it actually there was a couple scenes that are very cthulhu-esque mm-hmm. like uh the old man is up in the light and then all of a sudden like some weird tentacles start wrapping around him and shit like that mm-hmm. and then we're just assuming that he's up there like whacking it oh yeah every night there's a lot of sexual stuff that's yeah. going on the entire time really weird like the mermaid yeah and there's a like, yeah like chris said there's just a bunch of weird stuff that's not really supernatural but because we're under the impression that everything is old-timey and cursed and like it's kissed you know it's just spooky shit we're also told this from more or less the perspective of young it's kind of like a third person type thing so it's it's kind of like joker like is he a reliable narrator yeah and, and that's the thing is since we're getting everything from his point of view we can't really tell what is real and what's not i like those types of movies right mm-hmm. that's what makes joker really really fun oh mm-hmm. yeah spoiler i'm gonna talk about joker later Ooh, oh, yeah <laughs> yeah i like the lighthouse you should watch it definitely if you're into it's not even really horror it's it's yeah. hard to describe that, what it that's is. that's why i had a, like a hard time right. pinning it down but yeah, if you've got, I think it's only like maybe an hour and a half long or something like that. It's not the longest movie. Right. So it's good. Check it out. It's enjoyable and it's interesting. 
We'll do. Are you going to watch it? No. Nate, you're up next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, we're running a little short on time, so I was going to do the fountain, but instead I'm going to jump over to the zombie one that I promised earlier. Now, this zombie movie, it's like every other zombie movie. It's called Automaton Transfusion. So I take it back. It's not like every other zombie movie. It's got a weird name. Now, we're following some high school kids. They're having sex in the parking lot of the school. Typical zombie movie. Blah, blah, blah. Zombie shit happens. Uh, they split up. His girlfriend went to some preppy house party. They went to some concert thing or something. do wop do wop at a bar or something, maybe. And uh, that's when the zombies hit. They're uh, running back to the house party. This one's really short and simple because it is what it is. And they beat up some zombies and then end up locking themselves in the high school and all this other random shit. Now, the thing that sets this apart for me is there is one scene where the zombies break into the house party, okay? And there's a pregnant lady at the house party for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Pregnant lady. Well, it's worse, mom. Yes, drinking booze. <laughs> and then one of the, the kids that everybody knows, he got bit, turned into a zombie, decided he's still going to this house party even as a zombie. So he breaks in or they kind of let him in. They're Is like supposed to be like a comedy or no, but it comes out that <laughs> way. Definitely Cause it's outrageous, yeah, okay. but it, it's not supposed to be a comedy. I think it was supposed to be serious, but it, it comes out fucking ridiculous. So the zombie kid that got spit, they're like, Oh, Hey Jimmy. And he just walks into the party and they're like, Oh, that's just Jimmy being Jimmy. He walks right up to the pregnant lady, reaches into her stomach, pulls out the baby and just starts like, ah, right there on camera. Wow. And all the lady says is, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can see why that would be stuck in your head. Right. Instantly burned into my memory. Like, wow. First of all, you were the world's worst mom going to this house party. <laughs> you are a high school girl who's pregnant and you're still going to a house party where you, there is a zombie there. Like, bad parenting right away. And that's the only thing that you can say after having your infant child ripped from your insides is, ah, my baby. Man. It shook me up. It shook like, me up. It's like if I chopped off your arm and you were like, ouch. I'd be you like, know, like, oh, my tattoo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, bigger problems going on here. Like, mm-hmm. did she die? Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, I mean, you have, have a hole in your stomach. Like, I'd right. be like, fuck the baby. Right? <laughs> like, I'm about to die out of my, like, and bleed all, out of my stomach. All the other kids are just standing around. Like, your fellow classmate reached into a pregnant yeah. lady, pulled out her baby, and is now eating it. And kids are still just standing there like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's quite the and house you know party. And pay right? attention during, like, fucking CPR or anything like that. No. Health. Health class. That's why I don't go to parties. <laughs> Never know when shit That's like this is popping off. That's yep. Right. Yep. <laughs> that also, this one also came out in uh, 2006. 2006. Uh, oh, I was not picturing that. Yes. I was so, picturing oh, this yeah, as like I a also, low budget, like 80s like a movie. I thought no. this was like a 90s something. Right. So this is definitely the, the low budget, but still 2006 right. low mm. budget. Sorry. I'm like bumming your no, That's fine. Really. Okay. Playing footsie. Um, wow. Yeah. Yikes. Do you, how do you feel about all these? I'm going to interject for a sec. All mm-hmm. these like weird horror, like uh, The Killer Turkey. The, right. There's a new movie I just saw an ad for. It's called uh, Slacks with two X and it's Killer Pairs of Jeans. I think I saw that. Um, <laughs> the movie God, or I the trailer? It. I watched the movie. How did you? It's not even, I like, just saw an ad for it. <laughs> oh, because there was another one that's out like that where oh. a pair of designer jeans, uh, somebody dies oh in them God. or something like that and then they put them into the store so and they have a late night open. There's one with like a killer killer tire space yeah i've killer, seen the killer right. tire i've okay. seen that one 
Yeah, I love all that dumb shit. They're not too stupid for you? No, because it all brings me back to robot jocks, Nate, where nothing is too (laughs) stupid for me to enjoy it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair enough. I just just wanted to know, because that's kind of what it's reminding me of. No joke, the the last scary movie we watched, I think it was called Thanksgiving or some shit like that. Thanksgiving? Uh, it might have been, but like the mom invites uh, pilgrims over, like pilgrim reenactors over mm-hmm. to bring back the spirit of Thanksgiving. And it turns out these pilgrims are like, you're not grateful for what you got. So we're going to murder you. And then they just mm-hmm. go on a killing mm-hmm. spree. Yeah. Makes yeah sense. That's the last one. It's kind of like the actual Thanksgiving. Right? <laughs> yeah. I feel honest. like that sometimes. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Yikes. Um, okay. Well, yeah, since we spent like 35 minutes talking about robot jocks, great cool. movie, by kidding. the way, <laughs> great movie. We're going to be doing the fast version. So I'm, I'm not going to summarize Joker. It's still fresh. And I actually want you to go see that if you haven't, mm-hmm. but I'll talk about what I like about Joker is that I think there is so much room for discussion and it's, it's all comes down to that. You can't really rely. Like is the, the Joker character, is he a reliable narrator? You don't know that. Right. And there's all these things. So there's one part of the movie that actually like confirms to you that like, Hey, he's made some stuff up and that's, he has like this like love interest and it looks like there's like scenes where they're together. And then he like goes in her apartment and she's basically like, who the fuck are you? Like get out. Like, please don't mm-hmm. hurt me. And then it kind of like cuts and like shows that like the times yeah. he thought they were together, they weren't anyway. That is just the tip of the iceberg. Though, right. 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 There mm-hmm. is so much. So there are all kinds of things. For instance, if you look at the clocks in the movie, anytime you see a clock, it's the same time Ooh, in the weird. clock, right? Mm-hmm. So they're trying, it's, it's another thing of like, is this actually happening? Is, right. is, is he telling the truth or is this even happening at all? At the end of the movie, he's in a Santa asylum. Could he have just imagined all of this? That's Ooh. a whole nother point. There's another part where, spoiler alert, he gets in a car accident and they like pull out his body and it's kind of like, did he die? Like, was everything true up until that point? And then he died and everything after that is what he wanted. Like, imagine what his death would be. Right. There is so much mm-hmm. that you can analyze in that movie. There's also a spoiler we'll say is that there's basically in that movie, his mom is his mom writes letters to Thomas Wayne saying that, like, they had an affair yeah. and he has a child who is Joker. In right. That. And. So, and then basically Thomas Wayne basically just like, your mother's fucking insane. Like, get away from me. You're crazy, whatever. Mm -hmm. But here's, and then also the files kind of like seem to confirm that the mother like was institutionalized and like, she also seems unreliable. But then there's a part where they turn a photo around and it's like a note from Thomas Wayne (gasps) to his mother that I forgot what it says. It's just something like something Thanks for the good time, bitch. Yeah, It's basically (laughs) something like that. And, but it's just like, again... Is it he does he see what he wants to see? We don't know. So everything I haven't gone back and rewatched that movie, but there is so much I read after it that I'm like, wow, like each each perspective. A lot of times you read theories online, you're like, that's cool, not what they were going for. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, truly, right. um, I think there's a lot of cool things they could or could not be canon and we don't know. Right. Um what's that what's that movie that it's compared to very often? Robot because- Jocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's called like taxi cab is it, is it taxi something? driver taxi driver have you either of you seen taxi driver is yes that the old one yeah with yeah. robert de niro yeah 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 I apparently this movie is compared a lot to taxi driver is that actually yeah. Yeah. do you find par- like yeah. parallels some, it, be- some people it, actually even said it's a shittier version than taxi driver i don't right. know if that's true it's definitely there and also that was intentional because robert de niro is also in mm-hmm. joker as... i think it's just those parallels of like this guy's going crazy like yeah. but what do i believe on whose perspective kind of deal mm-hmm. got it um, yeah, so those, so go ahead and check out Taxi Driver too. I, I might do that one just so I can go ahead and compare. But I love Joker, and uh, I think that like 
dark gritty like i wish dc would do a lot more with mm-hmm. like interesting projects right like, that. like make real like adult movies yeah you know? it, we, don't need, we don't need a cinematic universe we don't right. just like tell us a really great backstory yeah. about these it's, like famous people it's a good standalone movie yes. it's not just a comic book that movie, will probably right? get a sequel and ruin it but unfortunate but yeah. i don't know joaquin is super fucking he's good. insane he's oh so, yeah. yeah oh good was where i was going with that i guess yeah. too but <laughs> i'm sure he'll like if there's a sequel he'll like have a lot of demands or kind of crazy shit like that i can't probably wait i'm famous i'm gonna have so many demands yeah he's gonna i'm already afraid of it right i'm gonna be like robot jocks on loop he was making a joke the other day i'm like i think he's fucking serious dead like, serious <laughs> <laughs> um what do we got just rapid fire you don't need to do the whole story because we're running out of time not really we decide how long this episode be we'd go for another hour i don't want to go for another hour no but <laughs> that said rapid fire what other stuff you guys uh the last one i had was the fountain starring uh wolverine hugh jackman and the chick from the mummy who played uh oh evie yeah Yeah. i love that whatever rachel rachel Mm -hmm. something with a w doesn't matter uh anyway it follows it's a (laughs) this is a love story so it really doesn't matter but i love it because it's out there i had to i had to watch it four times because the first time i watched it i was like what the fuck is going on it's one of those weird ones I loved it. It follows uh, the same two people in three different periods of time, past, present, future, and just their constant battle of finding each other, falling in love, knowing that they're soulmates, and then being broken apart. Oh my God, don't ruin it. I want to watch this movie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. It sounds great already. Yep. And then, uh, yep. And then that's pretty much the the gist of it. And uh, there's a lot of cut scenes and flashbacks and uh, I just really love the that I the whole idea in the, in the movie, and it makes me really feel hoity-toity watching it. Like that, you didn't get it. Like, <laughs> that came out it. around the same time as the Prestige, two thousand six. I think roughly same time okay. period. I because I often get those two movies confused, uh, but they're not the same movie. <laughs> I think that's how I actually watched it, is because uh, I went and bought the Fountain. And then I was like, "This I don't think this is a movie I, I want to watch." <laughs> and then I watched it. And I'm like, "Well, I gotta fucking." Have watch you seen that the Prestige? Again. Yes, I love the Prestige. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I love the Prestige. Yeah, That's really good. good too. I also like the Rick and Morty episode that like is a callback to that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, another one for me. Okay, so I I love chick flicks. Don't like the name chick flicks. Whatever. If you like romance, that should be fine. Guy, girl, mm-hmm. in between, whatever. So, uh, top romance for me is actually Crazy Stupid Love. Love that movie. Have I seen that? Uh, Will Carell his name steve carell yeah okay (laughs) names right uh steve carell um ryan gosling 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 whatever and then a hot chick emma stone that wasn't the hot chick um (laughs) uh who is he in a relationship i think kate beckinsale is the the wife um basically premise of the movie right steve carell and kate beckinsale are unhappily married Mm-hmm. Um, God damn it! I don't think it's Kate Beckinsale. Anyway, <laughs> probably not. It's some broad, some chick. I always focus on the male characters. Anyway, um, there. All right, movie starts off. They're in a marriage. It's pretty like dry, and the woman. Uh, they're on like a drive back, and all of a sudden, they like say how they're feeling like on three, and she's like, "I want a divorce," <gasps> and he throws Steve Carell, obviously being you know comedic, throws himself out of the car. And then they just go through. They start going through with the whole separation and everything. Um, and 
So basically, rapid version. I said we would do no summaries, and yet here I am doing a summary. You can't help yourself. Can't help I myself. love it though. Can't Keep help going. <laughs> so anyway, basically, Steve Carell is like going through with the separation because that's what his wife wants, and he starts going to bars and just drinking. Ooh, yeah. And he's annoying everybody at the bar. And there's this Ryan Gosling character who's like this ladies' man, goes to the same bar, mm-hmm. picks up a different chick every Does night. He have a toothpick. He's perfect. Uh, it's not drive. Oh, okay. No, never mind. Continue. Nice try. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, Ryan Gosling's character is like, if I show you how to get a woman, will you stop like being such a pathetic fucking piece of shit? Because you're oh, yeah. like killing my prospects at other women here. So he takes Stephen Crow under his wing, basically turns him like kind of into a ladies man. Um, but here's the thing. Uh Steve Carell and his wife, they have children and you can see it's starting to affect their children, the divorce. And anyway one of the daughters starts dating uh, Ryan Gosling's character. <gasps> Steve Carell finds that out at the same time that he's trying to go back to win his wife because he realizes, I should have just fought for you. That's like the point, right? Oh. Like we went through hard times and I shouldn't have just given up. I should have right. like, fought. And also the like affair that the uh, wife is like kind of having, she realizes too that he's totally lame. And again, maybe they both right. should have fought. But at this like moment where like Steve Carell surprises her on her birthday or something to like try to do something sweet to win her back. That's when they see that his daughter, their oldest daughter is dating Ryan Gosling's character who he knows is a womanizer. Right. And it just gets really messy. And the point is the reason why I like this movie, I think it is like such a realistic of like, you know, like sometimes you just want to give up in a relationship, but like you have to put the work into it and you don't realize that right away. And sometimes it's too late, but sometimes it's not too late. And if there's something really romantic about that, and then Ryan Gosling's character really does fall in love with his daughter. And so he stops, (laughs) he like wants to stop being a womanizer for him. And then there's a whole hilarious scene that like all the gay guys know where like Ryan Gosling has his shirt off and he has uh, the daughter over and he basically is like, he's like I can get anyone to sleep with me and she's like how and they're drinking and they're having fun and he's like I do the move from dirty dancing and she's like no he's like show me and so she like he like they're like drunk and he like lifts her up and like spins her around and they play the music and stuff and it's a super good movie but I think it it shows that like relationships are really complicated and even at the end of the movie the parents don't necessarily get back together um like it doesn't left open it's kind of left open like they're working towards it um and they're focused on like well doing the right thing for their kids right and it just is like really really sweet really great people ryan gosling looks really great with his shirt off all of it together (laughs) there's like the right amount of sex the right amount of humor the right amount of romance it's written so well and i ruined the twist but you don't most people don't see like the daughter coming right away like because right. yeah they have this older daughter they focus on the younger kids and not the older daughter Ooh, and right. they call her by her nickname so you really don't realize until like that big twist Ooh, gotcha. who is the wife chris i know you're waiting to tell me it's not kate beckham julianne moore who the fuck is that isn't that the lady from evolution <laughs> that's kate beckham oh, no, right. that's, are you that's, un- that's <laughs> underworld oh. yeah the lady from evolution evolution okay yeah. You have no idea what that is, do you? Is that? There's like a sequel. Is she like, she's like. No, Evolution was the one where the meteor came and then it's a comedy with uh, oh, Fox no. Mulder yeah, and then the American Pie guy. And there's a part where he goes, caca, caca, kookie, And there's a pretty famous part in there. And it turns no. out that shampoo kills the aliens. No, that's not what I was thinking. It's, at a, all. it's a good one. You should watch There it. was like an inception of misunderstandings <laughs> on my part there. So. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's all I got. What anything else? Or any anything like so good of a movie that we have to mention before we end the episode? You got anything, Chris? Uh, I know at least of one that I think everyone should watch, and I think most people of our age range have, which is Iron Giant. Oh. Really similar to Robot Jocks. 
really similar. in that there's robots yeah 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 really but similar. not based in canada oh i love that movie that was on cartoon network so much yeah i haven't seen it in a minute though it's still really good i just mm-hmm. watched it um you, maybe two months ago do you do you like kids? tear up during movies be honest oh absolutely i cried okay. during titanic okay so. when there's doing the spotlight on all the dead bodies yeah. and that lady's holding yeah. her baby i cried in the <laughs> oh movie theater. Gosh. again i can't handle dead babies unless it's yeah. automaton transfusion yeah. because that shit was ridiculous <laughs> oh my gosh I'm not even going to bring up the discussion about why we couldn't get Jack on the same plank of wood as right? Rose. It just doesn't make that sense. That was ridiculous. It just doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. You've, right. seen the, you've seen the memes online, right? Oh, Where yeah. They, like diagram all the different ways they both could fit yeah. on that piece of wood. It would have worked. No, but I think I have like a real empathy problem, I guess. So like anytime I read something sad or yeah. like there are some books I read and I feel bad that I read that. <laughs> and then like movies, I'll cry like a baby all the time. Megan will look over me and be like, bitch. I never sob, but like. <laughs> All the time they get me with that, like, one tear. Like, I'm that one tear, yeah. bitch. Basic bitch. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, yeah. PSLs. <laughs> <laughs> After I cry in a movie, I'm like, oh, this pumpkin spice is so good. <laughs> See, we have uh, all all sides uh, yep. on the show. So, you can you can be a piece of shit like Nate and sensitive at the yes, same time. Yes, it's true. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, uh, my mom recently called out again. If uh, I said leave a review or leave us uh, comments, she's not sure what to leave comments on. So let me break it down for you guys. And okay. It's not condescending, but it's actually. So if you have an iPhone, then Apple Podcasts, you can actually leave a podcast review. So go ahead and leave a review. If you're using the Overcast app, and I know like 20% of our listener base actually uses that. Right. You're on an iPhone because it's iPhone only. So you can also leave. Just open just open Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and then close it. And then delete it. I don't care. Do, yep. do what you want. Now, if you have Spotify, no, you can't leave us a review. If you use some of the other uh, Android apps, you can't leave a review. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You can still subscribe to our show. If you're not, if you're listening but not subscribe, go ahead and subscribe. Mm-hmm. And then we do have uh, our most active <laughs> social media channels, our Instagram. But we do also have a Facebook page that yep. you can go ahead and like there. And you can leave comments there um and and leave comments in the patreon become a member leave comments in the patreon uh join my mom she'll show you how to leave a comment in the patreon <laughs> every every week <laughs> yep <laughs> yes that's her doing her part and thank you again to our new patrons Teresa and trey yep thank mm-hmm. you we super appreciate it yep um we are we're almost at 25 patrons nate I think, Ooh. Uh, you you could be the lucky number 24 25 Who knows? right and I Do still it. don't fucking know who Nightbot is, Nate. We don't know. <laughs> I don't. We've had people come and go on the Patreon, but Nightbot is still sticking around. Still, still there. That's crafty. I've son accused of a all bitch. of my friends. Nothing. <laughs> like, n- I don't know. I think they're if 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 they are, they're they're playing it sly. We know you're out there, Nightbot. Yeah, show yourself. And then still waiting, Nick Beatrice. You son of a bitch. I know he. So he waits, binges, and that's when he texts us all the time. Oh, that's why so, I see those sudden influxes. Suddenly, yeah, yeah, he'll like comment on like two or three of our episodes. Right. So still not a patron for some reason. Don't know why. Huh. Hmm. 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 It's only a dollar. So we haven't been saying that. It's just a dollar. We didn't have your mom say it's only a dollar. We have missed so oh, many. I wanted her to say it too. So next episode, get ready. But fun fact: when she tells her friends or coworkers or anything, she throws that out there because I asked, and she's like, "I tell them it's just a dollar. It is just a dollar. It's just That's a dollar. A, it's not even mm-hmm. the thing. It's just a dollar. Ninety nine plus one cent. Thanks for listening, <laughs> and talk to you next week. Robot talks. Bye. <laughs>